after buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. Mary Jane! Oh, my cord's stuck. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to AfterBuzz TV's Being Mary Jane After Show. I am your host, Tiana Hobson. You can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. And I have two beautiful co-hosts with oh. me tonight, Miss oh. Vania Thomas. Oh, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, happy Tuesday. Happy Being Mary Jane. Vanilla Pudding Tuesday. I'm your other host, Vania Thomas. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Vania Thomas. And I'm Ashley Gray. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley Gray TV. And tonight we are talking about season two, episode six, Pull the Trigger. Mm. In multiple ways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Fania with her homemade sound effects for you guys at home. Just for you. Um, okay, so tonight's episode was... It started off a little intense, and I wasn't sure if we were going to, you know, be pulled that way the whole time, but it kind of lightened up a little bit. Because I know Finia got scared that it was going to be, like, a scandal episode. I did. There were so many parallels. I wrote this. <laughs> okay. It opened up a little bit like scandal. Black guy in the street. You know, he's got a gun. Police standoff. Okay, I saw this last Thursday. And then there was another took another turn talking about schizophrenia I was like that's empire okay <laughs> what's going on here but I have to say I do love this show because um, SNC allows there to be lots of current events and what's happening like right now today even though it was shot you know however many months ago I love that I love that Mary Jane has this job that we can talk about current events and bring it to the forefront it's um, really great platform so I like that I do too um, and I like that you pointed out that Technically, Mary, being Mary Jane, shot all of this before Scandal and Empire, mm-hmm. so they were just a little late to the game with airing their episode, but, you know, they were on the right track. They're in first place. They're in first place. <laughs> all right, so I want to start off our evening of discussion by talking about Mary Jane and David, because I love me some David, mm. and Mary Jane be cray. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he is handsome. He's, I mean, there's something about his voice that's just so well, actually looking at me like I'm crazy. But his voice is sexy. When you close your eyes, if you didn't see what he looked like, he has a sexy voice and you know that he's an attractive man. Yes, I agree. Actually, don't agree. No, I think that I think that he's he's cute and I love his voice. So 
I agree. Then why are you looking at me? Like I'm crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I think that he's very handsome, but I just am not necessarily attracted to him. But I think that he's a handsome guy. Okay. He's, I'll a, give you that. he's really skinny. I like a little bit more meat. He's very skinny. We saw it in the last scene, which we'll get to, but it was just like, yeah, hmm, I'll pass, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ashley doesn't like skinny guys. No. Um, <laughs> so in this episode, we see that we know that Mary Jane is going to go through with the process of extracting the eggs against Dr. Mars' advice, but she has to give herself the shot and then she has 36 hours to get to his office to extract the eggs because she's going to be ovulating like cray cray. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I know I thought that the whole point was going to be that she wasn't going to make it to her appointment in time because this whole standoff was happening and she was going to get stuck there because it was breaking news and she was going to be funky and sweaty because she hadn't (laughs) slept in two days and stuff like that. But because you can't go to the doctors funky and sweaty. (laughs) I mean, you shouldn't, but you can't. When you got to go for your... But you if you gotta go to the doctor, be respectful of the doctor. (laughs) That's why your mom always says make sure you leave a house with clean panties. I mean, or Mary Jane's case, an extra pair of clean panties. Definitely an extra pair. Um but so she so we know that David showed up at her house that morning of Mm -hmm. the shot and was like, I feel trapped by this whole Anna and pregnancy thing. I wanna know if there's still a shot with us. And Mary Jane says that there's not a chance. And she's like, you should have thought about this before you went and got another girl pregnant. And she just keeps throwing everything back in his face. And I want to know, do you guys think it's right for, like, is a guy who has a baby on the way but isn't in love with that mom and wants to be with you, is that, like, is that okay for you to still want to be in a relationship with him? Is that automatic grounds for dismissal? Um, you know what? I love the fact that David was open and honest. And that, for me, that's, that's going above and beyond because he can be playing both of them. And he's just uh, saying that, you know, we both feel trapped and you are actually the person that I want to be with. Now, even though it's not right for Mary Jane to just keep spewing all of this negativity onto David, it's normal. And I feel like it's just something that you go through. It's a part of the grieving process. So um, I love the entire scene. I appreciate David's honesty. And to see Mary Jane break down and just be really angry and in that intense moment saying no, I loved it because it was very relatable. She was very personable. And I feel like any of us sitting up there probably or potentially could have done the same thing or said some of the same things that she said. But Anna is now like multiple months pregnant. He's building a crib. That means you're, that's a sign of being at the end. Shouldn't she already have gotten, hasn't she gotten this anger out towards him? I don't or I think feel she so. keeps harping on the same thing instead of Mary moving Jane. No. Mary Jane. No, like Mary Jane keeps not. harping on the same argument. If I was in love with someone and this person had been in my life forever, such a long time, and then we get into it and you get another girl pregnant, that is going to hurt me to my core. So, no, it's going, it's not going to be nine months and then I'm over it. It's not going to be 18 years and then I'm over it. Well, hopefully, but some people <laughs> hold on to that anger and without ever really coming to a resolution. So, um, I appreciate her in that moment. She I wasn't over it. The, like, the mentally right thing to do, the mature thing to do would be 
to communicate like he did, yeah. letting her know, mm-hmm. I feel trapped. And I feel like it's never too late. And if you don't love somebody, whether you're having a child with them or not, you should not be with them. Because that is the worst thing you can do for the child is be with somebody just because you have a kid and you're in love with somebody else. So he needs to cut all ties mm-hmm. with Anne. Anne or Anna? Anna. 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 He needs to cut all ties. And if he's going to be with Mary Jane, be with Mary Jane. And that's it. I mean, he needs to take responsibility, obviously, for the baby. Be a father for the child. You know, financially, mentally, emotionally, and all that. But I don't think it's ever too late. If you love someone, you fight for love and you go hard for love. And so. I think that's where he he was trying to come from. Like, look, I feel trapped. I just want to make sure that this child has a father. That I'm in this child's life. I don't want to just, like, put the child out or the mother out but I don't want to be with her and I want to be with you and I feel like now it's time for Mary Jane to step up and make the decision are you going to be with him or not and you have to kind of accept this Mm -hmm. situation you can't continue to hold him hostage and like these feelings of you know just being pretty much like not complacent like you're not happy he's not you have to just like cut all ties Find your own happiness, just like what her dad was saying. You're not going to have that um, leave it to beaver dream. This is now your situation. You're a stepmom if you decide to go down this route. Right. And you I have think her to love the kid. was very on point at the yeah. time when he came in the morning because it's, they're not separated. Technically, they're still together. So the right thing for her to do and say would be like, no, I got to go to work. Move your car at the moment. So that yeah. was the right response. Now what happened later on, we'll get to that. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that, but I want to ask a question just because I like being on the side of like playing devil's advocate uh-huh. a little bit right now. Ashley brought up a point that you know, David went and got someone else pregnant and she's still in love with him and you know, all those feelings. Now they weren't together when this happened. Mm-hmm. Mary Jane has had her fair share of booty calls outside of David that also could have led to a pregnancy. Right. Mm-hmm. But because he's the one who got someone pregnant, it's not okay because I don't think he went trying to get her pregnant. That Mm-mm. it's clearly an accidental thing. We easily, think. we think easily could have happened to Mary Jane. Right. So is this still the same way she would want to be treated if the roles were reversed? I feel like either way, it's it's not fair to anyone involved. That's why it comes that maturity. Like if you guys are going to be together, then be together. You can't have these separate lives and have sex with all these different people, and then because someone might end up pregnant but um i think that it will be interesting to see how david would react if mary jane got pregnant by another guy but i'm i think that it will be kind of the same way he will be just as upset and would still want to be with mary jane i think i think to answer your question like i think it would be no it's all is fair when you're separated yeah, what so happens when you're separated? All is fair. So that's all I'm saying. Mary Jane keeps bringing this up, and it's it's the Ross and Rachel argument. We were on a break, right? It doesn't matter because you can't be separated from someone and then hold something that they did when you guys were apart. When you are off, also sleeping with other people while you're apart, but then his ended up with like a situation right. that easily could have happened to you. I just don't think it's fair for her to keep bringing holding that against him. That's true, but she does need time to grieve, and we all have our yeah. own grieving processes. That girl is so. like nine months pregnant. Come I on. Think, no, I think so she, that. she gets that. She gets the, yeah. She doesn't have the right to say, like, your fault or point fingers, but she does have the right to have her space and grieve. Now, Definitely. does it mean that if she's going to take two years to do it, then she then David needs to be on his merry way, because yeah. no one has time for that. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. 
But I think that David would have been equally as upset and it would have been the same games that Mary Jane is playing, if not more intensely. So, yeah, all is fair when you're separated, but come on. You have to give Mary Jane some credit because this is a tough situation that she has to go with to see the man that she loves and she wanted to have his kids have a child with someone else. It's really difficult. She should have thought about that. (laughs) <laughs> she should have got, got stayed with him when she had the chance. This is all all of a sudden. I I don't even watch the game, but the game storyline with Derwin and Melanie. And, I don't watch. Yeah. I have no idea. Like he got someone this pregnant was like outside old of there. School the game. That's when I yeah. Used to be a this is like old school before I got yeah. all crazy. But anyways, that's the wrong show. Um, so then, <laughs> I, I had to look at the screen. Like, oh wait. Yeah. <laughs> so then my last question about this whole David and Mary Jane situation is I feel like it's more acceptable in our society once you hit a certain age. I feel like me dating in real life. Mm -hmm. It's more common for me to come across a guy who already has one to two baby mamas already as opposed to me coming in with no kids. Like I think society is more acceptable that it's easier for men who have kids to still be able to go out there and date as opposed to like a woman who has a child. Now, is it- well, I think that it's, I, I have to kind of disagree with you because it just depends on who has the children. Like, if it's the mother who has the children and the dad kind of has his freedom, then yeah, it's easier for him to date and to, you know, do that. But if the father has the children and the mom is just out doing whatever, then it's easier for her to go out and date. Let me rephrase a little bit because I'm explaining it wrong because I feel like it's just, if you're going to be out dating, mm-hmm. it's just women come to the plate already with the acceptance that you're not going to find the perfect... Like, going back to last week with what her dad was saying, you're not going to find the perfect guy because most guys, most of the guys out there already have children. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to find the guy with the clean slate. But I feel like guys aren't as open, accepting accepting to date women who already have children. It's a double standard. And it's something that each individual has to decide if it's something that they're going to accept or not. You know, women are constantly, you know, being told like, oh, you have this wish list of an ideal man. You have to cut some of the things off. Well, because, you know, men are more able to uh, sow their seed across the (laughs) land, you know, and leave the children there with the mothers. Yeah, they're going to come to the party, you know, with Party favors. <laughs> we'll put it that way. Whereas, you know, when a guy sees that, he's sometimes taken aback or like, I don't want no baby mama drama or X, Y, and Z. It's a huge double standard. See, like, huge. I w- don't want to date a guy with children. But see, I feel like it's more rare for you to find that guy it than it is for a guy to find a girl who doesn't have kids who are, you know, in their mid to late 20s, early mm-hmm. 30s out there dating. Maybe just in LA. I don't know. No, I think it's I think it's safe to say national. National. Yeah, and I would mm. and I would also go on the legend and say within the African American community. That's also true. It's more prominent. Um but which I feel like this that would be a great conversation with Mary J and Sheldon. But before we leave, you know, Mary J yeah. and David, the end. <laughs> Mary Jane, <laughs> Mary Jane. Uh she knows what she wants. She knows who she wants to have. Be the father of her children. Quaintest and I, with. <laughs> I give her, I mean, I give her kudos for knowing what she wants and going after it. I don't think that it's a great time. I think mm-hmm. that there's a lot of things that need to be settled. But then in, in life, when do ever things ever happen, you know, when timing is perfect? The one thing I will give her, too, though, is that 
if things were to not work out with David, at least she knows as a person she is financially stable and capable of doing this on her own. So it's more of a factor of, like, I'm getting up there. My eggs aren't really going to be working much longer. So if this is something I want, I have to take it now. I I actually agree with her decision to do it. Like, this is someone that you know. You love him. And if I was in her situation, I would have done the same thing. Like, come on, boo. Come on, Alvin. Even with him um, having a baby and, like, yes. but your, she had your to, children to be months apart? I would. Because it's, like, this is, it's just, it's what I want. And right now, like, happiness is so, like, not what we are just, I don't know. It's just, it's exactly what her dad said last week. Like, it's not a leave it to beaver situation. Like, you have to go out there and get what you want. Do not let anyone define your happiness. And if that's what you want, just do it. It doesn't have to be traditional. You, it's an agreement between you and David. You were upfront with him. And as mm-hmm. soon as she came in and she said, all oh, you told me I had to do was ask. I was like, oh, wait. I love it because she's being upfront and honest. She's not being sneaky about it and just having sex. And then, boop, she's pregnant. Well, she did months. steal a sperm. Last yeah, season, but so. <laughs> now she's being very upfront and honest. And I, I love it. If yeah, I would have done it. I think it would be more idea ideal for her to have went into the doctor's office, extracted uh-huh. the eggs because she could still use us with David. You know, a week from now, three days, a month from now, until the whole Anna thing is like buttoned up and at least but it's never going to be buttoned up though it's like when is the right time when the child's two when the child's three i feel like it's always going to be a messy situation and this is something that she wants to do for her she doesn't need david to necessarily be in the i mean she wants to have david in the child's life but she doesn't (laughs) she doesn't need to marry him to have his kid no but but what i'm saying is we haven't even seen the conversation with anna like Let's just let it breathe. Let's open up the bottle of wine and let it breathe for a minute. Like, we're just now saying that you love her. Doesn't have to be all guns a-blazing, pulling the trigger. But she knows from the doctor that, you know, the treatment didn't really work as well as they'd hoped. So now that she's hopped up on overly... Just ovulating because she had an orgasm drugs. it's going to work when she has sex the natural way either, though. No, but I'm saying because she's ovulating so hard right now because of the shots, the, the chances of her getting pregnant are significantly higher. But she would still have those than, same chances if she went to the doctor and they extracted the eggs. There's no... We don't know what has a higher percentage. Yeah. Her having sex tonight <laughs> or, you know, or extracting eggs tonight. mixing with the egg later in a can and shaking it up and then putting it back in the vagina. Is that how it works? It goes in a can? Pretty, pretty much. They oh, put okay. it in a tube. It's like a soda can, and they shake it, and then both oh. of them mix together, and then they shoot it back up. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Tiana, medical degree. Yes. <laughs> I must have missed that eighth grade Tiana class. Hobson, MD. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so while Mary Jane is also dealing with all of this, she also has Lisa having a breakdown. They got in a huge fight last week, oh, and Val hasn't heard from Lisa in a while and neither has Mary Jane so they head over to her house and she's okay now she was a little loopy when Mm. um, Val first got there and since Val is a psychiatrist you know she's kind of asking questions like hey do we need to 5150 her or is she going to be okay and at first Mary Jane's very supportive and like no because it's like that loyalty of you know we handle this internally because Lisa wouldn't want us messing up her career because of by putting her on a psychiatric hold but then Lisa overhears some things in the kitchen and then 
gets all defensive and there's a Which huge fight. Which she should have been defensive. You're talking about me in my own home. You come over here to show your concern. I'm upstairs knocked out on these meds that I didn't even agree to. And then I walk into my kitchen to get a snack and you're talking about me. What? No, I would have kicked her butt on up out of my house. And I don't feel that she needs a psychiatric hold. I don't think that it's that intense. Like, it's not that big of a deal. To me, she was just really upset because of things that she's going through right now. It's completely natural. And to me, she didn't exhibit any behaviors that would require her to be on a 5150. But this is the second yeah. time we're seeing her. The first time we she had a pill. Girls you know, that who overdosed was- regularly? Um. <laughs> <laughs> None. I don't. Well, okay. So overdose. I think that they that may have been a cry for attention because even last season we did see that Lisa was. I thought she was gay. I thought she liked uh, Mary Jane because she was always very dependent on her, always wanted her attention, always was very clingy. And in this episode, they discussed like Lisa, you had a really hard life. I'm interested to know what that. Heart life That's what details I, yeah, because it's like maybe she doesn't have any sisters. Maybe her mother passed away. Maybe she doesn't have family, and she's trying to hold on to someone, and she doesn't have anything that will make you a little loopy inside because you just feel so alone. But to talk about her in her own home and then say that she needs to be fifty one fifty, like I just think she needs to be loved on a little bit. And Mary Jane's tired of it. In all honesty. I don't think Mary Jane meant any harm by what she said. Yes, because she did. The, the sentences, Honey. the sentences right before this were of serious questions of like, do you think we need to get her help? Right. And it was very, she was very concerned about her and very Mary involved. Jane. And then she goes on to joke about like, come on, doc, it's because she hasn't gotten laid, right? right. Ha ha. I don't think it was meant to be. It wasn't rude, malicious. But, be, it, be, but because they got in that fight last week and haven't spoken to each other, and then Lisa walks in on that, yeah. I can see how out of context it can look. And I definitely agree that she had she t- took it out of context, but Mary Jane has her way of saying things that she knows will trigger. And I feel that in that moment, because of that past argument, she should not have been talking about her in any kind of way that may have been taken out of context because there's a potential that she can walk down these stairs and overhear me and then get even more upset because of what she just overheard when it was just innocent. She know better. Mary Jane know what she doing. She need to chill out. And I thought Lisa was going to bop her in the face because that's probably what I would have did. But I think that this is the difference between Lisa and Kara and Mary Jane's friendship. Like this is these are true friends. This is her home girl. Third grade. Yeah, she calls her mom Aunt Aunt Helen. And I feel like these are the things that you can say to a true friend of yours. Had she was not being malicious, had she heard the beginning of the conversation, yes, granted, that's how life works. You walk in at the wrong time sometimes. And maybe Mary Jane was trying to make light of a very stressful situation and trying to take the heaviness off of it because mm-hmm. if it could very well jeopardize her career. If she did say like, yes, or said the wrong thing, she said, I'm just going to say that she needs help. Not going to say to what extent she did try to commit suicide, you know, last season. So that's that's major. And she's obviously hurting. She's heartbroken over David. I get it. She's upset right now and she's lashing out. 
totally fine. And that's why they're able to go back and forth with one another because they are true friends. So I, and again, like you said, they didn't have the conversation or communicate after what happened last week. That's why she came downstairs like, oh, so. <laughs> she looked of, like she was ready to fight. She was. She, she was looked like she was it. still on something. That's what she <laughs> looked it. like. And to mix in like heartbreak and not getting along with your friends and feeling alone. That's it's why good just, the psychiatrist was there. That's why I just think that the it, the conversation just should not have been going on in that moment. They should have taken it outside or something because the situation was just too sensitive. And sometimes you have to tiptoe. And Mary Jane said, I'm tired of tiptoeing around you. But in that situation, she just should have continued to because it's just... It's detrimental. But like Mia said, I feel like Mary Jane and Lisa are more like sisters Mm -hmm. as opposed to friends. So I feel like with my true friends, I'm the person who doesn't sugarcoat things for you. And because we are such good friends, we can get into these arguments and I can be honest with you on my opinion. And it doesn't, we might be mad at each other. We'll walk away from it. But the next day, everything is good because everything that's said is coming out of a place of love. Right. And I, and that's why I was so confused by this because it's like clearly these two love each other so much that that's why they butt heads all the time because to the core. So I just was waiting for them to have the moment of, you know, when Mary Jane was sitting there after their fight and them not talking, I was expecting Lisa to be like, Thank you for coming. But it's like, it's how we I deliver just, no, that. I, it's it, it's yeah. not time yet. And that's why I think Val was like, Mary Jane, stop listening. Yeah. Like, there's something else that needs to happen. There's something else that's deeper. I now, think, she kept well, I think this Mary David Jane thing is what's actually it, the yeah, big ripple. It's like, hey, it's out in the open now, so let's actually start bashing on it and like Lisa girl I've been there don't worry but it's like it's how you deliver it like I understand that Mary Jane and her relationship is really really close but even sisters you have to change your delivery girl sisters do not change the delivery they they, They give it to you raw and uncut in the morning sometimes you just do not need that at the moment I feel like at that time Lisa's character just did not need Mary Jane to just attack her and be so aggressive. I feel like if Mary Jane would have changed her wording, been a little bit more softer, then the conversation would have went. That's not Mary Jane, though. I understand that, but you have to like kind of alter the way you're delivering stuff when you're dealing with a sensitive situation. Like, I'm the not... The first I time not, she did. The first time around when she Yeah, but stuff her. takes more than once. Like, if you really love somebody, then do it again. If you really love somebody, do it again. Like, obviously, the first time didn't work. But I feel like Lisa comes at Mary Jane all the time about her relationship with David, about her having this perfect <laughs> life. Like, she comes for Mary Jane she all the time in the same way, in a disrespectful <laughs> way. And Mary Jane takes it and fights back and moves on from but it. But they keep doing that. It's like, one comes, the other one comes, one yeah, comes. So it's I, like, they're always going at each other like this. How about someone changes and then comes a little soft? and then that will calm the other one down. I'm Maybe in season sure. three. Maybe season Hopefully. three. But it, I'm just saying, it didn't have to, like, why would Mary Jane change in that moment if that's the way that their relationship because always is? Because she just is? was, uh, she almost committed suicide or the psychiatrist, Val was worried that something, her life Because well, she in came danger. for her first. Lisa came for Mary Jane first. But she's a cuckoo with her cocoa puffs. Obviously, and that's what Val said. So, why would you come at her if you know that chick is insane? And you still gonna come after and you in the kitchen and there's knives around? Mary <laughs> Jane, quit playing. <laughs> I came down to her house cool, ready to fight. 
<laughs> Can we talk crap. about Mary Jane's other relationship, Kara? Oh, before yeah. we get to the yes. good, good stuff. So, because I feel like Kara is playing a game with Gael. Gael. Yes. I like Gael. I'm, oh my goodness. Okay, so I have a confession. <laughs> I like him now. I don't know why, but it's something about him that I think he's cute now. <laughs> It's like in a I Johnny Depp way. I swear it was you two weeks ago Johnny, we were sitting here and she was too, like, okay, like, he's crazy. In days. <laughs> but you know how like Johnny Depp is like so mysterious, like he'll kill you, but I would like marry him in a heartbeat. It's kind of like how Gail is now. Johnny and Depp pe- is insane. And people say I have a crazy like <laughs> idea of guys. Okay, well, I, I like him and I do feel like he's playing <laughs> Kara and I still feel like he's creepy, but I think that's what Kara likes that kind of cat and mouse game and she's playing him a little bit, but Gael is playing her for all the... I don't think that he's really... He wants a relationship with her. I think the total opposite. I think that he's a good guy really? and nice guys don't finish first. She toasted to not being nice. Like, she's not used to a man that's being nice to her. When they were in the grocery store and she was like, oh, blow him off, try to play hard to get. And he didn't come and holler at her when she was in the milk aisle. <laughs> Easy. Like, when you play hard to get, be very careful because it might backfire. Like, I thought, I was like, oh, she just blew that. Like, ladies, it's a very delicate game when you try to play hard to get. See, I think that Gael, both of them are loving this cat and mouse game. And I feel like once Gael catches her, mm. like, all of those, like, like really creepy phrases that he was using was just like... I think that's just him being a nice guy. Maybe she's used to her ex-husband or I don't know, someone not being nice. Like the bad guy. The bad boy. No, not so much. I... I, Because I'm just having a hard time forgetting their last encounter compared to this encounter. And if someone had pissed me off that much, the next time I saw them, I'm not going to be flirting with them or not going to end up on a date having a great time. So that's why when she got to the restaurant, I kind of, I was like, do you guys think he's setting her up like to get her back for the way she treated him? No, because he's Initially, a nice guy. I, I just don't, I don't know, maybe I'm used to shows like Scandal and, you know, all these like crazy psycho twist ways. Chivalry is alive. I, he's a gentleman. I think he's a gentleman, but I think that he is not emotionally invested in her. I think he has different motives altogether. I don't think that he wants a My biggest question is, why is he so forgiving of her? She treated him like crap. Exactly, because she, he has different he said motives. Some, yeah, and he said some things to her that should have her angry, and I just, I don't see when the, t- when the healing was, because it's like, oh, I see him in the grocery store, and I'm gonna avoid him. Oh, he's speaking Spanish to me, which he knows that like I have a problem with like being called out on my culture which I mean I get Here's when he's like thing. oh I was teasing you but at the same time I'm just like where was the I forgive you Maybe for this she it's, needs coming. it's on it's way because Psycho. I feel like he's the one that's gonna help her figure out whatever this is internal discomfort it is inside of her with her ethnicity and her nationality the whole like you need to assimilate whoa yeah like, I'm on the assimilation wait a minute. that was like, harsh I think he's the he's gonna teach her like to love herself and you you know, maybe speak a little Spanish. Sometimes it's sexy and fun and flirty. Like, I think he's gonna, he's the one that's gonna teach Carr to not be so nasty and to love her ethnicity and her nationality and to be proud of it and to assimilate but not to lose herself. Nah. I'm giving him too much credit. <laughs> no, I just, no. it's too early for me to really judge that one. I have to see more. I, right now, I am 
on the fence about their whole relationship. So you still think he could be a Craigslist killer? Or yes. Fabio? Or either or, or it's just in my head. I just haven't seen, I don't see them together right now. I don't see the chemistry There's no really chemistry there. at all. I don't think that there, there is zero chemistry coming from him or her. Like together, they just do not match in my head. Yeah. And I feel, it's just, it's, it's off. But, Things could potentially but things, change. Things change, and I could, I could be here in two weeks. Like, oh my gosh, he's amazing. He's fabulous. Like, I want to marry him. Yeah. So, who knows? He changed. <laughs> who knows how the show week. will progress? But I do want to talk about too. Um, Mary Jane kind of drops the knowledge to Kara tonight that she does know about the focus group. Yep. I told how did you feel about her sneaky. reaction? Because they seem to be on good terms still after. I feel like their re- their reaction to one another is very uh, co-worker colleague. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't feel like that's her homegirl. Because like I said, she would have let her know about it and found a way to either keep keep her job, keep Mary Jane's job, not let the boss find out. If I'm your homegirl, I'm be like, you would have been the next person that I called like, hey, this is what's going down. I can't, you know, even my job is in jeopardy, but here's what's going on. Definitely agree. I, I feel... I feel like Kara and Mary Jane's relationship is so like hot and cold. It's never, there's nothing in the middle. Either they're really close mm-hmm. and tight and they're kicking it at home, drinking some wine, hashtag vanilla pudding, or, you know, they're at the job and they're going at it and it's like this wall, like, okay, you're this and I'm that. Just like you said, co-workers and nothing more. I think she's sneaky and I think that she played Mary Jane and she used her for that story without considering her feelings or her emotions. And that's why Mary Jane called her out and was like, I wanted your compassion. Like, where was your compassion? What story? About the story with the... the um. Her the egg freezing. Oh, and it oh, didn't oh. work out. And so Mary Jane was just like distraught about it. And they were in the meeting and Kara was trying to carry on business as usual. Instead of taking time to like, let's talk about this. Like, how are you feeling? How hmm. is this affecting you? Instead, she's like, well, Mary Jane, I know this is personal for you, but how can we close up this store? We need a conclusion. Oh, last week's episode. Okay, okay. And I'm like, mm, she tried it. I, but I feel like, I, I feel like when you're working with people who are also your friends, there needs to be a separation mm-hmm. of business and friendship. Definitely. And you don't bring your personal shit to the office. But her and, personal stuff was the office. Yes, but Mary Jane was so quick when, Mar- when Carrie was like, oh, I had prepared like a whole speech to convince you to do this story. And as yep. soon as she opened her mouth, Mary Jane was like, yeah, let's do it. Mary Jane doesn't need anybody to convince her or to push her yeah. to do anything. Mary she J- willingly and openly accepted I that. still say that she's human. At the end of the day, we are all human. We all have emotions. And that if you know about the situation personally and you've been there for me you know at the beginning and now this is the end and it didn't work out and this is something that I really wanted be there for me as a friend right now I don't but need a the boss time, Mary Jane wasn't they answering her phone air. no they were live on yeah, air yeah they are live on you air can't, I can't be your friend right now we gotta close, yeah, we have to close up the story <laughs> I understand that but what happens when we're off air what happens when I go home Mary Jane stormed Mary out, James stormed out and then didn't issue. answer anyone's phone no, calls Kara was- called everyone called she wasn't answering the phone so she's trying to be there outside of work mm-hmm. but when we're back in work we have to wrap up this story it has to come to a conclusion mm-hmm. for the benefit of both of them and both of their jobs and doing their job right yeah. so it's like if you won't talk to me outside of here so I can be there 
be your rock. True. When we're in the office, I have to be this person because right. it's her job. It's Kara's job as the producer of the show to make sure that no matter what, it gets done. The network has invested a lot of money into this story for Mary Jane. So both of their asses are on the line, no, basically. True. No, I totally agree. Maybe I wanted her to come at it from a different angle. like, But... um I don't know. I just didn't like the way the whole thing went down. I don't think that Kara is for Mary Jane. I think that she's sneaky, conniving, and we'll see more of this arguing and fighting. Things are going to blow up and then come to a head, explode, and then maybe they will reconnect on some kind of level. All right. Well, speaking of business and pleasure, (laughs) Mary Jane is dabbling in both right now. So at the top of the show, we open up and there's breaking news about Brian Ellis, who's an attorney. He's in his car outside of his law firm with a gun threatening his life. This is breaking news. Everyone's covering it. And Mary Jane gets a um, phone call from, what's his first name? DeWitt. Sheldon. Sheldon. That's, I just had a little name. I'm just like, DeWitt. <laughs> <laughs> from Sheldon offering her an exclusive on the story. Not mm-hmm. many details. But he sends a car to pick her up and mm. usher her to his home where he is preparing a home-cooked meal for the girl. Can I get a amen? Right? Just the <laughs> oh, wine just, and the spoon <clears throat> tasting. It just, just so set up. So set up. So he has offered her the exclusive mm-hmm. on this story. We learn that he started his career with this same law firm and they get into this intense conversation about who has it worse, black men or black women in the workplace, which I feel like is an argument that will just, you have to agree to disagree. It's never ending. You're just, you're never going to get a straight answer one way or the other. We need an African-American male in this panel tonight. Yes, we do. Um, I, I feel like they had great points and, um, and was smart. Very highly, highly educated conversation. I felt like I needed a dictionary to go <laughs> look up some of the words they were using because it's not in my vocabulary. And I, I, I love that they had this conversation. Again, I love what, you know, Mar Rock Akila, what they're doing because what's happening right now, even say like what happened with Oklahoma and they touched about, you know, how many college grads there are, male versus female. That's perfect. And I love that he was calling her sexy. But not in like the stereotypical ass and boob way, but in being educated and smart and being able to hold a conversation and have a debate without getting ratchet and upset or angry. I love that. I love she's that. I think more people need to see this yeah, she's from us. Intellectually sexy. And I think that is one of the best qualities in anyone, mm-hmm. male or female, because, ooh. Oh, talk it, it talk was, nerdy to me. It was stimulating <laughs> for her, like, for real, for, for real. real. It was very stimulating, she, so much so that she had to go to the restroom and check out her Victoria's Secrets. Um, Which was a little confusing <laughs> at first, because we didn't see what she saw, so right. it's like, okay, she just took a shot, she turned to, like, is she spotting? Right. Is something no, I, going I, wrong? I, I, I thought she was spotting. Too. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, is something going wrong? And in this moment, because it happened before the David thing, I'm thinking, oh my god, if she has sex with this man, she's gonna end up <laughs> pregnant with his baby! <laughs> and she's gonna be <laughs> craziness. <laughs> but we find out that she actually just sort of orgasmed, and there's discharge. discharge lots of discharge in her underwear. So she does the sensible thing and takes them off and rinses them out and wraps them up and puts them in her purse. 
But my <laughs> thought was, the doctor just said it was normal for this to happen. What if it happens again and you're not wearing anything down there now? So then your nice, pretty blue dress isn't going to be so pretty, pretty and mm. blue. And, and you might... He had all white furniture. Just like... <laughs> Was I thinking too much into this? Or? Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm glad that she took him off. Um, but like I was, you know, like I said when we were watching, she needed to leave very quickly. Yeah, like she needed she to exit. Don't hang out left. too long because it is it is still business, and it's you know very much a blurred lines situation, which is not a bad thing because. Sheldon is very attractive, and he did say, "I would like to have a conversation about us seeing one another," which she agreed to, but then. Hours later, she's with David. I think that I think if she ends up pregnant with David's child, but dating Sheldon, wouldn't that be similar to the situation she's chastising yep. David for being in right it now? It sure would. Mm-hmm. So, hey, pot, here's the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> Just my opinion on the no, subject. No, I think but. that. That's very true, and that could be a great possibility. We'll have to see. But um, I I didn't want to like go cover over. Yeah, we'll go the back black to the women book. and you know black men. Do you guys feel like black women don't have anyone left to love them? I don't think so. I think in this day and age, a lot of black women are seeking elsewhere. They're not necessarily just dating within the African American community, and I feel like that's their outlet. Like, okay, well, um. I'm just looking elsewhere, and I don't think it's because a lack of black men. It's just, it's just, I don't know I, exactly. It's just m- me personally. I've always just looked at people as people, so I don't feel like, oh wait, I'm limited. Like mm-hmm. I, there's no more black men for me to date because I don't see the world like that. Now, when we start running out of men, then I'll start panicking. <laughs> but it's like you don't have to be necessarily black, so I can't speak for those black women who feel like. I want to marry a black man. This is all that I want because I'm not her. What do you feel, Tiana? I feel that I also, I don't discriminate, Mm -hmm. but I will say that I do feel that black women, they're black men who want black women Mm -hmm. is very scarce. I can say that I am, I, I signed up for blackpeoplemeet.com a couple years ago and got matched with five white guys from the site. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm black. Wait, what? Yes. I mean... There were and, white people on Black People Meet? Yes. I love that. Yes, there were. And then it's like, okay, dating websites like OkCupid. Okay I'm on there now. Every message I've gotten has been from a white person. Look here, brothers. But I'm, Y'all need to find <laughs> Tiana on OkCupid okay and go grab some coffee, okay? But what? I'm, but I'm not saying it's a bad thing necessarily, but right. I can see where I see where those girls do feel that way. If they are like, I have to marry a black man, I have to do it this way. I can see how they feel that way Absolutely. because I know that, you know, even within my own family, love them to death, but people date outside of our culture. I don't see a problem with it, but I do see older generations within my family who still kind of have, like, because an issue with it just because it, they're, like, hey, they're like, hey, there's pretty black girls out there, too, absolutely. who aren't getting invited to the dance. Why don't you take them yeah, instead of girl. taking the white girl who has 15 guys who want to take her to the dance? Absolutely. And I will tell you this, something personal. I am the youngest of five, and not one of my brothers or sisters has an African-American spouse. Interesting. 
That's so what, what, are, what is your so, take on that? Like, I mean, it is my um, speaking to what you said about the older. My my father did take issue with it like years ago, mm-hmm. years ago. Um, so there's that, and my grandparents, you know, they're still like, yeah. you know, they. That's how they are. That's their culture, and I'm not giving them a pass. They're not racist or anything like that. Exactly. It's just they want to our population to thrive and to yes. grow, just like any other nationality, religion, race, whatever wants to see their people survive and be populated. Um, Did you know there's actually um, like a group of people, I don't know what they're called, but it's like people who want only like gingers to be together to help the population of gingers not like go away. And I feel like that's not racist to think. And that's just all that people are thinking in their mind. It's just like, why couldn't your first thought be someone who looks like you? Mm -hmm. It's uh, acceptable for it to be outside of there, but let's not forget, you know, that there are beautiful, strong successful, smart right. black women out there who are just as viable as the rest of the world. Which, and as I will she f- pointed out, Mary Jane said two-thirds of African-American females have their bachelors, 70% have their masters, Hello. and 60% have their doctorates. Like They're out there. We're mm-hmm. outnumbering the men right now when it comes to being educated. And I will want to say that I had a conversation with someone earlier on this on this topic uh on this topic, but they were not black. And I was just saying, you know, um we were talking about this and she mentioned, well, you know when when mixed people or when a black person and a white person or whatever have kids, their kids, they are like the most beautiful people. And I was like, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that because that would be like me denouncing how beautiful my family is. Exactly. And I will never say that this particular person is more beautiful than this person because they're mixed. I don't really understand, but that's how some people think. They right, want to yeah. be with someone outside of their race because they want their daughter or son to have quote unquote pretty hair or light eyes or be of a certain complexion. And that's really unfortunate. Yep. Like extremely. And I was like, and she was an educator and I was like, Really? Ooh, her kid. All the parents need to be put on notice, please. <laughs> no, but it's so true. I went to a college that is very big in liberal arts, so most of them are teachers, and most of the girls who I went to school with were all like, "Oh yes, I want to. I want a black man because I want mixed babies mm-hmm. because I want them to look." pretty. Mm. She's like, because mixed babies are the prettiest kids. And and I will say, black can mix well with anything. (laughs) Absolutely. Amen. Amen. Because there are some cultures that don't well, here's the thing. Here's nicely. what. It, no, they don't. And I'm trying to be nice. Yes, yeah, but I didn't thing. say nothing. That's I just said saying, the black is the best for mixing. Black is beautiful. Yes. What it's saying about the people that have those thoughts is that they don't love themselves. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I, I let it roll internally, down my shoulder, honey. There's I was something like, internally going on with them where they don't feel as if though their beauty are beautiful enough yeah. to procreate something that would be just as beautiful. And I was like, you're looking at me right now, so you don't think that I'm beautiful? Because and that's I, ignorance, which yeah. is why I, another reason why I just love this show, because we need to keep talking about it. We need to keep talking about these kind of race issues and interracial this and what people are saying and their opinions because it needs to be talked about more. The more we talk about it, the more it's at the forefront, the more people understand that when you say something like that, that's offensive. It mm-hmm. definitely is. And I definitely checked her. You know I checked her, boo. <laughs> <laughs> y'all y'all was real. And I was like, oh, well, you know what? Let me tell you about this. And it's not sass. I hate that. Five-year-olds are sassy, mm-hmm. okay? Adult women like yourself, 
You're witty. Okay. okay. I'll, witty. I'll be witty with a little bit of splash. A splash of sass. Because Maybe I attitude. Like, I ain't gonna never get rid of that, honey, because she will sash you down. With a little bit of all that. So, I'll, okay, I'll be witty. <laughs> so I think the overall topic, yeah, we digress. Um, black, back to black men and black women. Yes. yes, I think that their conversation about it was great. I love the way that they ended things with the conversation because there wasn't a winner, right. and it wasn't about True. having a winner nope. of the conversation. And I love when Mary James like, I don't know if you're trying to pick a fight with me or just you know kind of be in this moment. And I don't know. I just I loved their conversation and I it made me feel like they're adults and I'm not an adult because I don't have conversations like this all the time when I'm just eating dinner with someone so it makes I, me want to step up my game I feel like if you're at a business dinner you you would be able to hold your own definitely oh, I believe so because and of shows like being Mary Jane where I have like you now know better I now know better and I have the preparation and I can pull quotes from them and, and people I, don't know that I'm quoting show. them girl do you know how I watch too much TV. But, but she, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I don't want us to forget about the serious also topic that was talked about with um, African-American men who are successful in the suicide rates. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that Mary Jane went and checked on her brother. That's the softer mm-hmm. side of her. That's the emotional side that you wanted her to and display then, with Lisa. And then she looked around like, he's living in this dump. This looks a mess. So, and then we got that. She she went <laughs> back to being Mary Jane. She brought goodies. She it was did. a face of concern. Yeah. You know, she brought supplies to make sure that he was, you know, okay. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that there were so many... I didn't know what the suicide rate was amongst African-American, successful African-Americans. Yeah. And I love that, you know, like the show always does, they brought in real life. You know, they yep. talked about Lee Thompson Young and, you know, all the other African-American prominent males in the last year or so who have actually committed suicide. And it's something that we don't talk about enough in our culture mm-hmm. because it's always, flat, like, I feel like in other cultures, it's... A topic that comes up a lot more and for us we suppress a lot of the dark stuff yes. we don't like our skeletons out there for no, everyone because we feel like we're supposed to be strong like we're mm-hmm. always supposed to you know save face and just be those strong independent you know yep. people and it's it's hard to show vulnerability when you're in a situation like that you don't want to be mm-hmm. shamed because i feel like within the african-american community some people kind of like, ooh, you see a psychiatrist? You see a shrink? Like, what's wrong with you? Are you... And like, I, that's stuff white people do. That's yeah, a direct exactly. quote from and our I culture. Feel like it's just so... It's a negative connection that we need to clean up. And mm-hmm. I appreciate this episode because it really pushes us to have conversations like this. Yeah, and it talked about the schizophrenia, you know, yes. which is another thing. It's mental health is so important and it affects everyone yep. but it does it's not discriminate it doesn't discriminate but it's something that we brush off as like oh no it's okay you know she, she they, just they, crazy that's she my just crazy, crazy auntie yeah that's my crazy auntie <laughs> she drank that's my crazy cousin mm-hmm. you know sometimes she has spells but yes you know the spells that occur and it's mm-hmm. like what spell who's the witch is there a witch, <laughs> like, is there a witch I can really believe in witches yeah like that's what so true it's like no these people need help and right. they're never gonna get it if they they feel ashamed of their problem within mm-hmm. their culture, within their family. So it's something that you just need to support and yeah. that person help get them to where they need to be. So. Yes. <gasps> Sorry, just it's getting real. Like, on it's a getting Tuesday. real on a yeah. Tuesday. Oh. 
Woo, so did we miss anything else? No, I think we covered it. I think we covered it. We covered it. One thing that I did want to uh, mention is that the conversation. So we didn't cover it all. <laughs> no, no, I'm going back so. to uh, Sheldon and Mary Jane's conversation. I really enjoyed it. And it's like, this is what we aspire to. This is what we want out of a man. And I really love this episode yes. because it shows us like, you know what? This is the con- kind of conversation that you want to have over dinner mm-hmm. with a potential. Like, this is what you want. Yep. If we cannot have an intellectual conversation, what's the point? So I really, really love that. I was like, mm. he's not a rapper. No. He's not a drug dealer. And you can be a rapper boy. and be very intellectual, but it's not all about that. I was saying that because we don't see that enough. Yeah, Usually we don't. it's more of like the rapper, the lifestyle, the basketball player, the athlete, mm-hmm. the fo- you know, we need to see more intellectual mm-hmm. role models. Definitely. So. Even if they are fictional. <laughs> Even if they are fictional. Well, because but, I'm real. I mean, well, I mean, he all emulates my, somebody, I'm sure. Yeah, and all my TV character friends are real in my head. So, uh, hello. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, Sheldon, I was with him yesterday. Yeah, I mean, we hang out all the time. We're great. Oh, um, and also, Mary Jane's wardrobe. Shout out to the wardrobe department because, I'm sorry, the white, you're making a face. No. But I'm, the white, yellow, and black <laughs> car wash dress. Love, love, love. I want it. Cute. That was the one I that's hated. A, oh, that's the one that he was taking off. At yeah, the end, right. My mom had a car wash dress, and it's, I made her keep it. She's probably had it for almost ten years now. Because one day out. I'm gonna wear it. Pull it out. <laughs> so cute. I loved her blue little piece that she wore when uh, David oh. showed up at her door. It was really mm-hmm. cute. I, that was a really cute one too. And I will also say one of the other lessons we learned in this is that if you're a business who's talking about your employees in a negative way, maybe don't put it in an email because that is forever. And that can get you in trouble, Sony. Uh, uh, Miss Clinton. (laughs) Yeah, Miss Clinton. (laughs) It's email scandals. Yeah, it's like, girls, if you've got something negative to say, say it in person or over the phone. I don't even text it. I don't know. Yeah, not on the phone because they can be recording. uh -uh, In person. In person. I'm going to holler at you. Mm -hmm. So that's the lesson of the day. Let's get into some predictions. Love it. We always miss the girl. <laughs> Fingers snapping, head rolling. Um, so my prediction is that Mary Jane is going to have to out Sheldon as the source of the story. Ooh, that's a good prediction. And it's going to get even crazier because Sheldon said, um, what was his name? Brian's story is his story. So there's going to be some undercurrent. Something deep is going to happen with that. And we're going to find out more, obviously. And then my second prediction is Mary Jane is going to possibly get in trouble for not being as impartial as a journalist should be when reporting a news story. And the law firm may come after her. Or SNC, obviously. Interesting. My prediction is is that Mary Jane is not going to be pregnant. I just don't see her being pregnant this early in the season or even next season. I don't see her with a kid. So that changes the storyline dramatically. And I don't think Anna is going to be pregnant either. So this is just going to give David and Mary Jane a chance to start clean, clean slate, no babies involved. And eventually, maybe they will end up having a kid together. That's like eight maybe seasons baby. down the line. See, I think Mary Jane is gonna be Ooh. pregnant. What's she but, gonna do with the baby? But she's not gonna know who the daddy is because she's when Sheldon gets back in town, they're gonna get it on shortly Ooh. after her and David have. Mm. So then the question is. Who's the daddy? <laughs> oh no! 
want it to be a Maury. No, I, I think want it, it to might go be that one of those things. It could be. It could make for great television. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, you might be right. So. And I'm so sorry to just keep going back to this, but Mara, during one of the commercials, she had something really interesting to say. She was like a woman who owns her sexuality. It's either like a slut or blah, blah, blah. There's no in-between, and that's not fair. Do you guys feel like Mary Jane would be considered in today's day and age like as promiscuous or... I kind think, of. I think it's very easy to slut shame her. Exactly. As people would do, but mm-hmm. on the flip side, there's guys who are doing the same thing as her right. and aren't slut shamed for doing what they do, so, but women yeah. are if they sleep with multiple partners within even like, um, what, a couple weeks of each other? Yep. It's like, oh, slut shame, but guys, it's like same every day. night, it's like, hey. Uh, her, lunch and dinner? Yeah, lunch and dinner. No, I don't multiple think she's a slut a at all. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yeah, so I just wanted to bring that up because yeah. she's she's owning her sexuality and there's nothing wrong with being in tune with that. And I think that, you know, that's also an issue within the African-American community because we're we're taught at a young age, well, with me being in a, living in a Christian household, that you have to suppress those desires and sex before marriage is not acceptable. So I also think the way Mary Jane is doing it is different, too, because there are people within the culture who do just go around trying to fill a void by having all these sexual encounters. Mary Jane is very in touch with her feminine side, with her sexuality, and she owns it, and she knows who she is as a person. She's a sexual I think she is trying to fill a void, fill a void, though. But, I mean, besides that one rando that, like, we never saw his face, we haven't really seen her with randos. We've seen her with the same filter of David keep coming back. But I don't agree because with the rando, um, <laughs> that was an itch that needed to be scratched. That's what yeah. she was feeling. And we don't know how often that happens. Like, we right. don't know we don't anything know how, about that person. So I feel like, scratch it. I feel like she's not going for a void because she's going to the same right. person. She's falling into a trap of like love with the same person, not necessarily going out and sleeping with like multiple partners trying to right. justify her daddy issues. Not exactly. But, this is a conversation that we can continue throughout the week. And where can they find you guys on social media? Well, I, you can... <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I was thinking about one of our Instagram people who asked us last week the song when she was in the tub. And I want to let you know that I tr- played it back to see if they gave the artist's name and I typed in the lyrics. I'm so sorry. D-S-T-N-D-4 underscore greatness. I couldn't find it. I'm so sorry. But you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Finia Thomas. And you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley Gray TV. And if you guys are watching us on YouTube, make sure you click below, like us, subscribe to our podcast, leave us a comment, let us know what you think on all the topics we covered today. Also, make sure you go on iTunes, rate us, give us five stars. You can leave us a review there, tell us how pretty we are, Mm -hmm. and that we all deserve happiness and love. Shout out to our, like, fifth and sixth co-hosts, because they they have really great comments. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, all for the love that you give us every week. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Tiana Hobson. Make sure you check out all of AfterBuzz TV's over 90 shows a week Woo! Um, on all social media at AfterBuzz TV. We will see you guys next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.